0: hello again and welcome to the master's voice i am celestio and you are welcome to this channel to old and new subscribers alike you are very welcome the master's voice is available on various audio and video platforms on audio i am with soundcloud and spotify apple podcasts and google podcasts please be sure to check it out because it's a very efficient way to move faster through these prophecies especially if you're a new person you want to catch up to speed I have said that I won't always be able to go back and recap unless the Lord specifically leads me to do so. So if you're trying to catch up to where these prophecies are, they are now over 400 prophecies in video. You can find them on the alternate video platforms like BitChute, Rumble, and Brighteon. That's because there are certain types of prophecies, such as prophecies of future diseases that are coming to the world, future diseases that are coming specifically to America as well as about 25 prophecies concerning COVID-19 and the 2020 period that we only just came out of that can no longer be hosted here. So you can visit the alternate platforms, and when you get there, you look for what is called the medical playlist. Everything else that you want to know about the Master's Voice Prophecy blog can be found in the description box below. I am led by the Lord today to look at the issue of human trafficking. And in this particular dream, This is one of only two dreams like it in that they share commonality with a coming technology that many people are familiar with. It's the topic of major conversation, especially in Christian circles. And the name of this prophecy is RFID. RFID. And this prophecy is over a year old. I received this dream on June the 21st, 2022. It's a prophecy that is talking about kidnapping, It is talking about the integration of technology. It is talking about human trafficking. It is talking about spying, complicit behavior by the authorities that most people trust in the United States, and also the forcible tracking and chipping of humans. There are also other themes in this prophecy that I will deal with at the end of the message. And so the main themes are kidnapping, human trafficking, spying, complicit behavior by the authorities and forcible tracking and chipping of humans and this was an early morning dream that was so vivid and so real that I thought it had actually happened to me so I've shared that in many many instances God will use me as the example in the dream to show something that is going to happen in the future something that is going to happen to people and he's using me to show me what the thing is and how this thing is going to be so I dreamt about the RFID chip and I've spoken about this chip once in April 2020, there's a prophecy on the blog um, where I saw that doctors give this chip to people now without their knowledge. I saw it being placed in teeth in when people were getting their teeth fixed. I saw that doctors put that chip in people's teeth. They put it in their hip replacement. They put it in other type of bone or joint replacement. They put it in their body sometimes when they have surgery. And as I saw in every single instance, people in America do not know that some doctors are putting this RFID chip in them without their knowledge. The second time I've seen this chip in use is a dream. So I dreamt that I had a bit of time and I used it to plan a trip home. I was very excited to see my family and I didn't tell anyone about this trip because I wanted to surprise them. So I planned my trip myself. I did everything that I was supposed to do, tickets, reservations, bookings, and everything like that. And I was now at the point of counting down the days. But on the morning that I was supposed to travel, two men came to my house, men that I've never seen before, men with so much brass and authority. They showed up at my house and they said, you are traveling with us. And I looked at them and I said, "Um, no, I'm not. I don't even know you. I'm not going anywhere with you. Who are you? But these people gave me these very grim kind of, you don't want to make trouble kind of looks. And they said, yes, you are going with us or your family is going to suffer. And when they said that, obviously there will be a change in anyone's heart because I was now scared for my family. And so I tried to be calm and I was trying to question them. As i was going about my last minute routines and putting things together i was trying to question them and find out who are you and what do you want and and who sent you here and why should i go with you i was was basically stalling for time because it seemed to be like two ordinary men so they seemed like ordinary men but the air around them gave me the impression quickly that these people were working for people higher up they were definitely working for people with more authority than these two ordinary guys had And their attitude is what keyed me into that, because where else will you find the confidence to just come to a total stranger's house and tell them, we're traveling with you and you're going with us? I was very angry and tense, but I wanted to see my family and I didn't want my family to be hurt. So I said, please try not to get in my way. Try not to get in my way since you're not even going to tell me what this is about. And I finally locked my house and I took my luggage outside and I was about to call for a cab. I was about to call for these online rides, but... There was a thinner guy and another bigger guy so the thinner guy i'll just call him thin guy but then thin guy said no you're riding with us and so i got in this very big black car that they had and then we all went to the airport and the whole way i was thinking lord can you please protect me why have these people come here and why are they smiling at me in this evil silent way and they don't want to tell me what they're here for lord please protect my family And so we get to the airport and I'm the first person out. I jump out of this big black SUV and I go around to get my stuff. But thin guy also jumps with me and grabs my wrist. He grabs my wrist and he says, not so fast because I know your type. You're gonna think that because we are in a public place and there's lots of people around that you can try something and you're gonna try and do funny business and call attention to yourself. Or maybe you'll run off, but I've got a little something to keep track of you And then without warning, this man pulled out something that I will show you in a minute. Um, He pulled out something as small as a fuse. Now, um, I don't know much about electronics, but I know that a lot. Some electronics use a fuse and a fuse is not a very big thing. So he pulled out something about this size and it was red. It was red and it started to blink when he when he held it in his hand so maybe it was flesh activated or whatever it is it was about this size and it had tapered ends so the two ends were kind of like this inverted um bit that you see i i can't explain it better than that it was it was like this at the ends a little pointy at the ends and he pulled that out and it was small and red and it had black writing on it that was too minuscule it was too tiny to see But I felt in my heart that this had been manufactured by a company and the writing on that red blinking thing that he had was the writing that was saying this is thing number X, Y, J, Y, X, manufactured by so and so bioceuticals or something. I felt that it was the name of the thing and the pharmaceutical company or the military company maybe that made it. He pulled it out and without warning, this man put this thing in me. So he was holding on to my hand and he was saying, I know you're going to try something. And then he said, this is my little friend to keep tabs on you. You're my little wife and I wouldn't want to lose you so early after I just got you. And my brain just had a freeze. It was completely scrambled when that man used the word wife. And I said, what? But before I could do anything, he pressed this glass against my skin and blip, it went in. So, no cut, no wound. He just pressed it and it went into my flesh. And I wanted to scream with frustration seeing someone put some kind of thing into my hand. But I just yanked my hand away and he let go of it. I almost threw myself over with how hard I pulled myself away and I nearly went backwards. And then I started checking my hand to see, is, is there a cut? Is there a wound? Why don't I have pain? Why don't I have blood? And there was nothing. This little thing that he held just seemed to seamlessly go into my flesh and it was gone. And then he says to me with a big grin on his face, now as we're moving around this airport, I'm going to know exactly where you are. And if you try anything, you won't have a family to go to. Now let's go. So this is what the thing looks like. The first. If you can imagine these two being one thing, the bottom one, which is just an ampule, shows the tapered ends that I was talking about. And the top one, these are common fuses that people use in electrical fuse boxes and electronics, I guess, if you could just put those two together into one item, that's what it looked like. And so with this thing in my body, bright red and blinking, I was forced to now walk with these men and I was forced to act like I was with them And so I went to airport processing, and I'm standing in line, and when it's my turn, I'm thinking that I'm going to get processed through this airport according to the ticket I've bought. But instead, I was informed that, no, you're going to be taking a smaller plane. You're actually going on this flight. And I was rerouted, diverted to a smaller private plane that was not the flight that I paid for. And this flight attendant who was handling the check-in was ignoring everything that I was trying to signal, including my protest that this is not my my plane, this is not my ticket, not what I paid for. And this woman also seemed very familiar with these men. Please pay attention to what I am saying in this dream. That people came to my house, and the way they came to my house, I will explain it because I have seen and experienced it in 2015. A strange occurrence that I only saw once. And I was asking the Lord, what is this? How is this possible? And it involved the search engine that we all know and hate, Google. So this flight attendant was wordlessly interacting with these men. I was watching her body movement. She was not supposed to have any kind of acknowledgement of these men. These men were not presenting any tickets to this woman. It was me who was there. I am the customer. I'm the one who's flying. But I was able to pick up body language and interactions that this woman was having with these men that clearly indicated that she was familiar with them. She knew them. And she was also trying to smile at me comfortingly. And the smile and the demeanor that she had toward me was like this. Just don't struggle, honey. It will be much easier if you don't struggle and put up a fight. Just go along with them and everything will be much easier for you. And this was dumbfounding to me. Play along and it won't be as bad. And I I was horrified to realize that right here in America, this woman could see, in a nation that has coined the phrase, if you see something, say something. This woman was seeing something. She wasn't saying anything. She was telegraphing to the men that, you know, uh, we're on track and I see you. And she was telegraphing to me, don't resist because it gets harder. So I hope you are understanding and know that these airlines are complicit in some places and we don't know which one in this human trafficking and why wouldn't they be what do we think is happening is it possible that people are just seeing a ton of children being moved around in this country on private planes and not a single stewardess is aware of what is going on not a single pilot has a question all of them are just sleeping soundly at night to see maybe two or three adults flying with 40 children in a small flight, no parents possible. And the pilot and the stewardesses and the people feeding these children and all the people watching over them on the bathroom breaks, just think this is a school trip and these are the teachers. There are tons of people, thousands and thousands of people that form a network of harm in this country. They know what is going on. They are protecting it from the very top to the very bottom because the money that they make, they see it as worth their while to keep their mouth shut. And when their consciences start talking, they just drink more wine and get drunk until that voice keeps quiet and they can finally fall asleep, knowing that they've seen what they've seen. These baggage handling people for these private flights, they know, they know what they'll do is they'll go to social media and start making blind drops. Oh, there was a very rich guy who flew one time. And he, not a single one of the girls who was with him was over the age of 14. That's their idea of being a hero. Heroism and bravery. Shocking and shameful. There is a culture of complicitness and silence in this country. And that is why these horrible things flourish so much in America. Because I was obviously upset. I was upset and I was angry and visibly unhappy. And the thin guy was holding me. I had my backpack on for travel. He was holding me by the handle of my backpack, the way you would hold your five-year-old to stop them running out in traffic. And this woman sees a grown woman being handled by a man like that and doesn't think that anything is wrong, doesn't press the red button or the green button underneath underneath the stewardess desk, underneath the, the flight processing desk. And so she just kept uh, uh, ignoring the whole situation while this man was trying to pretend that he was in love with his fiance. And there was so much rage on my face to telegraph that this entire situation is not okay and the airline lady just ignored all that sign processed us through and then wished me a good flight with her guilty evil face and then we went out to the tarmac away from the bigger planes so where we were loading there were no large airplanes there we, were, we went out towards where there were smaller private planes and there i saw a lot of other women and every single woman had a male guide I saw a lot of other women. Every one of them had a male guide, but for some reason, a few of them, like me, had two male guides. And we got on this chartered plane, and we started flying, and we just flew to middle America. We just flew to the place where they have the tall pine trees, just endless miles of tall, tall, green pine trees, fir trees. That's all you can see as you're landing, just massive stands of trees. And then all of a sudden, you're wondering, where are you going to land? Because all you can see is trees. And then suddenly, there's a private airstrip. It just appears out of nowhere. You get down low in the trees. And then you can see there's a place for these tiny planes to go. And that is where we went. And then after that, the Lord was not showing me full scenes anymore in this dream. He was pressing things upon my heart. And I was seeing little bip, bip, bip pictures. But I was not watching a full movie type dream. And I saw what happened to me. I was forced to marry that thin man. I was forcibly married to that man. I became that man's wife and he called me his wife and I stayed in that place a long time. I'm not talking about I was missing for six months. I stayed in that place in this dream for years and I had three children because of rape. That man came to the room where they kept me on this big massive farm type place And there was a room where they would keep me. I could go outside, limited, but there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to run. You run and the coyotes were going to take care of you. You tried to run and some mountain lion or jaguar was going to eat you. And so the place was so remote. And all that man was doing in his spare time was just sleeping with me, raping me whenever he wanted. And I got pregnant three times in the dream. And I had to wear long skirts and long dresses all the time. And every time I had a baby this baby was given an RFID chip so if the chip that I was given was about this perhaps a quarter of an inch or maybe half an inch the chip that they gave the baby was so minuscule it was just a little tiny thing a tiny blip of a thing. If mine was full size the baby had a quarter of whatever it is that they put in my wrist and when I asked why is the thing for the baby so tiny I was told that this is biometric tech. I was told this is biometric tech. It's living tech. It doesn't matter the size that it is when it goes into the baby because it grafts into the infant's body and it grows with them. And I was told that as my child grew, as each child grew, their biometric tech, living tech, it was called, meaning that this was a smart object. This thing that was put into the child had its own form of life. And as the baby grew, the thing would grow until they would each have a full-size tracker in their wrist. And when I woke up from this dream, it was like a bullet coming out of a gun. I literally shot out of this dream with so much distress, yelling, no, 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 God, why is this happening to me? And when I woke up, I started checking my wrist and then it was a dream. And God was making me understand, this is not your life, but this is the life of thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of women and hundreds of thousands of women across America and even around the world. They are being trafficked right under the noses of other people who don't want to listen to the fact that trafficking is closer to every individual than they think, and they don't want to believe that such things are going on. And I'm ashamed to say that there is a healthy crop of such deniers that darken this blog with their presence, that deny that human trafficking is real, that call these prophecies that illustrate to any thinking individual in such detail where am I going to get access to these types of things? Biologics that grow inside infants, that can be put into them without pain. And the thing becomes a part of their living organism and knows every time they have a birthday and is growing according to their growth until it is full grown inside them. What news channel is discussing this? People deny that these things are real because they want to shut the Lord up. And that will just never happen here. As long as this channel is here, and as long as God is speaking to me, no person will be able to claim that they were not informed. No one is going to enjoy America anymore. As long as you come to the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, you will know what the nation is like. You will find it impossible to try and cover up or make excuses for what happens here. You will be forced to come out of mystery Babylon, or you will be forced to exit this space. Those are the only two choices. You will either have to accept the truth, and know that these things are happening and that there is group responsibility to take up these matters in serious and concerted prayer so that God will do what God will do concerning those who do this wickedness or you will just have to leave in order to be able to protect your fantasy. You will not be able to keep that fantasy going here. God was telling me that this is the life of thousands and hundreds of thousands of women around the world Millions of people being trafficked under the noses of other people who either don't want to listen or they deny that such, such things happening. Trafficking rings exist. People are made into forced wives. They're taken to some, I don't know, some secluded farm and made to dress a certain way to keep some kind of sick cult fantasy in the minds of whoever runs these farms. Breeding farms exist where you will be raped and give birth to children. And I've spoken of this before last year when I was going through all these shattering things, coming into the knowledge of them by God, dreaming this dream and dreaming that dream. And having the Lord tell me this too is happening in the United States of America, breeding farms, places where you just kidnap and group women because you need living wombs. To keep churning out baby after baby after baby. And these babies do not get birth certificates. They do not go into the system. They are not monitored. Nobody ever knows if a baby is born and eaten at a ritual or not. Nobody knows if a baby is born and sold. Surrogacy is just a neat face to this process that people don't know about. Chipped babies. Babies that are outside of the system. Outside of protection. They're just born like chattel. And the Lord says that these things are shown on TV in the movies. Now, I may not know what movies, but he says that these things are shown on TV in the movies and people are watching these things that are reality. And then they're saying, what unpleasant ideas, or even worse, they're just looking and saying, whoa, that's wild. That's wild, not knowing that the wildness is taking place right here in this nation. He says not knowing that those so-called unpleasant ideas are actually facts that are being taken from real life and sold back to us as entertainment. So we will go and watch the movie about the freedom and how it sounds, forgetting that we're handing over money to be entertained by things that are happening at a far more graphic level than Hollywood will ever tell you. Hollywood will make it seem like there's lone riders out there who are crusading for the children, and this may be the case, but they will never actually tell you about the basement where these children meet their end. I'm going to say what I know. I saw a vision, and there was a person who must have been a demon. This must have been a shapeshifter or some other kind of creature that can take and assume the form of a human being and i saw that they had children one child in particular and this thing at this ritual was brought before the child and it opened its mouth and it was like a crocodile in length with the teeth befitting a crocodile or alligator and god put it on me immediately and said to me Children are very simple, very, very simple human beings. And this is why it's easy to process them what they want. They will say it, what they think they will say it, how they feel. You will know it because they don't yet have access to filters. Whatever they feel, it's on their face. It's coming out of their mouth. They will, they will act it out. But he told me because because their onboard computers in the beginning are so simple, he says that it's very easy to reach the point where a child skips right out of the land of stress, right out of the land of fear and into another land that the word that was put on my heart is apoplexy. Apoplexy for us as adults is when you become so angry or you become so fearful that you just, if you're angry, you just go, I I. I you can't speak you have passed the place where you can speak where you can find your words where you can make your mind known and you basically reach a place of freeze when children reach apoplexy how it feels inside them is like this they're not dead they are literally that word frozen and they become pumped with their life force pumped with their life essence and that is the point at which they will be killed. They they skip right out of mommy, I'm scared. Mommy, I don't like this. Or even the point where they scream, where children are so afraid that they will scream. They pass that place and they go into a barren wasteland called apoplexy. But for a child, apoplexy simply means flatline, nothing. They literally just become meat pumped with blood. And it is at that point that they are killed because they are flush with adrenaline and flush with life it is at that point that they die is the hollywood movie telling you that is the sound of whoever that was set free telling you that did you watch that in the cinema when you were handing over your dollars and feeling woke like you were participating in the liberation of the poor trafficked children was that a scene in the movie the thing with the mouth that causes children, children's bodies to dump 500,000 milligrams of their life essence toxins right into their flesh and bloodstream, and then they die? Was there a scene like that? Somebody please let me know because I'm not in the habit of wasting my money on gaslighting. The unpleasant ideas, even the things that you are seeing in the horror movies, whatever that may be, are coming from real life and they're being sold back to the population as entertainment and this is what god is angry at this is what he sees and this is what he called me to reveal so that everyone can know what's rotting in the basement we will hear about it until we are forced to ask ourselves why some of us keep feeling the need to defend a nation that commits so much sin without remorse it is because people want to cling to an image of what america is but this is what america is this is the truth about people's daughters who are tracked through technology and now i will share what happened taking a trip i only saw this thing once via google and i've never seen it again about to take a trip and you buy your ticket at the airline so you 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 use google to find what airline you're going to work with, but then you go to the airline's website and buy your ticket directly from them. So that process does not and should not involve Google. Google shouldn't have anything to do with, know with what what you're traveling, what your travel plans are. But on the day of travel, on the day of travel, something appeared on my phone that I've never seen again. I opened the phone and there was a notification from Google It was on the Google page. So it was not an email to my email box. It was not a a message or anything. It was on Google, at the top of Google, above the search box. And it had my name, and it had where I was flying from, the flight that I was taking, and where I was going to, and the time that I was landing. And there was a small tag on that placard that said, don't worry only you can see this. And I clicked that thing off so fast. I was so shocked. It was on the Google app, just above the search bar. Above was a placard with my name, the flight I was taking, where I'm flying from, where I'm landing, flight times, everything was there. And then it said, don't worry, only you can see this. Because when I first saw it, I thought that this card was visible to all people in the known universe, that everyone who was using Google that day could see my private data on top of the Google search bar. I clicked it, and I've never seen it again since then. And this was in 2015 that I had that experience. And so this dream is the truth about people's daughters being moved state to state, getting snatched right out of their apartment, because these these technology things that we're doing all the stuff that we're doing online it it collates all that data somewhere and somebody with the proper software somebody with the proper spying technology someone who is able to breach privacy very easily in ways that most of us are not aware of is able to look at all that stuff and come right up to your address which is linked to your debit and your credit card come right up to the door on the day of travel and tell us you're traveling with us and god was saying that there are parents in this world that have been waiting to hear from their children since the child was 23 the parents are still marking the child's birthday in their heart desperate hope the child is 37 years old now 23 when she got taken 23 when he said he was going out for a beer with his friends they're 37 year olds now old now hidden in some forsaken backwoods being marriage raped repeatedly by men who bought them on some secret online catalog. And you might recognize the names of some of these online catalogs, Snapchat, Facebook, Tinder, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and all the rest. Men, women, boys, girls, teens, and babies disappear in America without a trace. Poof! right into thin air, and then they reappear several flights or several truck rides later on some farm or in some underground facility or as parts of some forcible breeding program that they'll never escape unless the Lord intervenes by some miracle. This is human trafficking country. The only difference is that human cattle don't get branded with fire irons. They get branded with some kind of nanotech that people even put into babies think about every part of this dream logically think about what God is showing that children exist outside of the system born in the wind they don't even get named some of them they only get given tracking number IDs that's what they're known as a tracking number ID biometric markers go into them into their body some kind of technology that we don't know about publicly This means that there is something, no public disclosure technology operating inside the United States that the American people don't know about that you've never heard discussed at any open session of anything, but the tech is in the country, people have it and they're using it. And the people they're using it on have never heard a single discussion from the lawmakers or the leaders or anything that is supposed to be protecting them ever making them aware that this kind of thing is inside this is private technology this is directly linked to big tech but you'll never see it on the nightly news private technology this technology if it's private that means don't be a lazy thinker follow it to the end of where it's going if there's private technology that the public is not informed about this points to an entire private world operating with impunity inside America And do we think that it's possible for there to be a private world operating in this country and the leaders of the nation don't know anything about it? Are they that myopic? Are they that busy with the house sessions that they would not know that an entire private world that is bringing next level technology and impacting the people who live here exists. An entire reality is going unseen It is going unregulated, it is going unreported, it is going unchallenged. The airlines are seeing it operating and saying, please enjoy your flight, honey, knowing that the people in front of them are being trafficked and saying nothing about it. But it's having a visible impact on our lives because families are losing their loved ones and it doesn't get enough coverage because we all need to know which of the celebrities are getting married or breaking up. That needs to take up our time on the news and on the messaging boards and on social media. And the shame is also on the people who want to consume that content and remain ignorant about the painful, flesh-destroying realities that are taking place inside the nation. Christians first do not want to hear about this. Christians first wants to keep their head in the sand and say that it's not real. And I think this is just lies. What intricate, well-detailed, well mapped out lies they must be the liar is the one who wants to deny truth to preserve cognitive dissonance to stay comfortable to say it's too graphic and i don't think that jesus christ would speak this way you don't know jesus christ so you're the last person to comment on how he would speak what he would talk about if he was granted a voice in our generation to let us know the ills and the pains that are on the lord's heart The world has moved to where online spying is normalized. It's so much an embedded part of our lives that people don't give it a single thought. All the tendrils and pieces of your private life all over the internet with no care about who's looking at it. Your house, you buy the house and you take a proud picture in the front of it and your address is right there. That house can be easily mapped by Google Maps. People are easy prey for those with a satanic Agenda, And yet they cannot wait to throw their private data out there. Photos, family addresses, likes, dislikes, who your lovers are, where you keep your money. All of it is so easy to get that even as far afield as Asia, people are catfishing Americans and sending them threats after they put online porn photos on the Internet. Misused technology is how rapists and human traffickers know who's flying. It's how they find out where you live. This is the life of millions of missing persons that have no rescuer. People that law enforcement, airline staff, child services, social services, human rights foundations, the legal system and the politicians and a ton of voice says this doesn't exist. It's just a rumor that kids go missing. It's a conspiracy theory. It's whatever we say, so believe us. The choice to stay blind is a crippling sign of the cognitive dissonance of America. We have come to the point where full-grown adults think that they can make reality disappear with just a word. If they say it's not true, then reality must disappear and reconform itself to become what they want. The truth is now an offense and people work so hard at silencing it because they want to stay comfortable and focus on election results. The RFID is a tracker. It is of the devil. The Lord was telling me before I made this video that the RFID celestial is a very sophisticated form of tracking and monitoring, and he says that it will be used on millions and millions of people in the N times B system. One of the most efficient ways, he says, of keeping track of the world population will be the fact that this RFID thing will be in a lot of bodies. And so, Proverbs 14 and 34, sin is a reproach to any people. This is what the word of God says. If people don't warn their children about how the children carry themselves when they are outside. When you're away from your parents, if you're not aware, if you go outside and you begin to compromise your awareness center with drink and weed and alcohol, just know that you, you are increasing your chances to move to the forefront of victimhood. You're walking around, you don't have awareness, your ears are blocked, you're wearing absolute noise-canceling headphones and walking on a street as a young man or a young woman after sundown completely limiting your field of focus and your field of vision because you want to be lost in the music and all that, you are increasing your chances of victimhood when we have come to an era where God says human trafficking is going to become an evil that is so prolific, it's so widespread that soon on this earth, there will not be a house where someone was trafficked or where someone knows another close person who was trafficked and maybe made it or didn't make it back to tell the story the title of this dream is rfid from june the 21st 2022 may we be sober-minded in these end times and may we open our eyes and open our ears and more importantly open our understanding of what is important to god you miss what is important to god you will live in a fantasy la-la land where you think that the topics you want to bring up to God are the topics that God wants to talk about. We wait upon the Lord. He's not supposed to wait on us. When you wait upon someone, it means that you want to know what that person's topic, that person's concerns are. What are their topics of conversation? What does God want to bring up in, in prayer? We should be seeking God's heart, not asking him to turn his heart to meet what we want to talk about. This is how we become an attentive church. And it is only an attentive church that is going to be able to stand up against these beast agendas, these increasing evils that the the devil has no intention of stopping. He has no intention of stopping. So please be aware of these things. I am Celestial and this is the Master's voice. Until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.